Please welcome to the studio Pastor Phil Ayres from Kingdom City. Great to be here. Helping us grow some strong marriages. <laughs> now we're going to continue on the uh, resting escalation in conflicts. Mm, There's such a, such a big subject and hopefully we can get through it today because I feel <laughs> like it's such an important thing. Um, and I said last, uh, last fortnight that with the, the con- culture of the world at the moment and the global status, the way things are between countries and we're all aware of you know Nancy Pelosi going into ta- Taiwan and the reaction that, that it's had um, from China and, you know, and I'm by no means any sort of global expert on anything, but you can feel the sense of uncertainty and fear growing. And uh, we're all part of that, even though we have no control over that. What we need to realize is that when we don't deal with our conflicts, even though you might be the main party in the conflict, anyone in your family, your children, your extended family, the people who know and love you both as a couple, they all are affected. And so there's always more at stake than just the issue you two are dealing with when you're in conflicts. And so even with, uh, you know, this last week or so, you've had then the lawmakers from the US go over there and it's just escalating it again. And it's like everyone's left wondering what's going to be the outcome and, and the end of it all. And what we need to realize is what we see at a global level in terms of escalation and the way things happen Actually, the same thing can happen in our own relationships when we're working one-to-one together if we don't manage it. Yeah, so we need to then work out how how do we manage this? What do we do if we feel like this argument we're having with our partner starts escalating? What do we do? Yeah, okay, so let's first understand what escalation is in a relationship and let's understand what drives it. And then maybe after that, we'll talk a couple of thoughts. What escalation is is when I talk about escalation this is what I used to experience when Sue and I were in our our major conflicts we would be dealing with an issue that was about hand size hand breadth we tried to be sorting that out when we didn't know how to communicate through that what we did was we put the issue to the side and we started attacking each other Mm -hmm. and the character of the person and you're this and you're that and you know and we start pulling out words and, and attitudes about each other then it would go, that was second level, then it would go from the character attack to the marriage attack. You know what? This marriage isn't even going to work. I don't know why we even bothered getting married. You know what? I'm over this. This is just too hard. I didn't sign up for this. You know, I, I wish I'd married George. <laughs> that's pretty bad when you get to that point. But the point is this. That's an escalation from the issue to the character to the marriage and why does that happen it happens because according to the book of james it says these quarrels come because you want your way and you fight from you fight for it in other words they don't just happen they happen because you have an agenda you have something that you're fighting for and what in essence you do when you allow things to escalate is you put that priority above the priority of your spouse and over the relationship and you'll do anything to get your way so that's that's what drives it and that's what escalation looks like in terms of couples and relationships. Now we talked about what escalation is and what it looks like. So how do we stop in its tracks, Phil? Yeah. Okay. So when again I'll just use a personal example, when we were in conflict and we were seeing things escalate, we found that the way we functioned was when we loved each other, we had the mindset of always being in love and it was it was hard to remember what we were feeling like when we were in conflict. But when we were in conflict, it felt like 
there was no love between us and that it was, you know, we went from two zones. And what we realized is we've got to cross into a safe zone before the next conflict to address the conflict. Yeah. So what we did was we first, the first key, if you've got escalating conflicts, is to meet before your next conflict, before you have anything on the table, when there's no issue. In a good bo- state. <laughs> and let's talk about this. Let's work out what we're going to do. Meet in advance, just like um, you would do when there's a major conflict between countries. They send delegations to try and talk and process and work out. So, number one, meet in advance. Meet when you're not emotional and talk about not the conflict or the issue, but how we're going to react to each other. What are we going to say or not say? the next time we get together. And let's be committed to that. You understand? I'm in a good frame of mind and now I have an accountability and a personal boundary I'm going to carry. Number two, the second thing is declare your intention. So one of the things that we did was I I used to say to Sue, okay, I just want to talk to you about something and I want to work this out so that we we can figure out how to grow in our relationship. And I want you to know that I'm here because I love you and I want to learn how to communicate better. I want you to know my intention is never to hurt you and it's never to to break your heart and to get wild together over some crazy issue. But I, I find it really hard because of the way we communicate together. So I want you to know that's my desire. I want us to win. I want us to succeed. And we both had that. So make a declaration. Declare your intention. Number three, uh, find out what you will and won't do. We, what we will do, we will talk about is- the issue. Uh, for example, we won't introduce other issues. Um, that was common. We would start on an issue and then we would get distracted. We'd go historical where we'd introduce other things from the yeah. past and past hurts we hadn't resolved. But we'd also introduce other things that, that were the unrelated to the actual issue. They were important and they were things that we probably should talk about, but you cannot introduce an issue while you're trying to work through another issue yeah, definitely. um there's a there's a, a quote great proverb and it's it's like a russian proverb he who chases two rabbits catches none uh, in fact you know uh that originally apparently came from confucius but look this is a christian teaching we don't want to introduce any confusion into the teaching yep. so <laughs> that was supposed to be a joke wasn't very good um <laughs> Also, number four, recognize areas of vulnerability, how you can, what buttons you push on each other. Talk about that. Don't, when you, when we're talking, don't start calling me names. Don't start picking on that area and pointing out what a loser I am because you're angry and you're saying things. Talk about the things that hurt you. And then number five, always prioritize the person over your cause. If you'll do that, if you'll do those five things, meet in advance, state your intention, agree together what you will and won't address, uh, recognize your vulnerability, and then prioritize the person over the cause. I believe that when you're dealing with your next disagreement, your conflict, you can actually be successful and do it brilliantly and bring glory to God in your relationship. So, of course, these aren't things that you've got you to you know, nail straight away. You've got to take practice. It takes practice. Consistent practice over time in listening, hearing, and responding brilliantly. Nothing ever happens because I click my fingers. We live in an instant society. Your marriage is not a cup of coffee, okay, or a cup of tea. Your marriage is something that you are, it's like pottery that you're working on with your hands on the wheel, shaping, nurturing, growing, building. And it's something you're continually working at. And so we as couples, all of us, myself and everyone that I know, we're a work in progress. So allow ourselves 
the room to grow and develop the great relationships that God wants. Brilliant as always. Pastor Phil Ayres from Kingdom City, helping us grow strong marriages. Thank you so much for coming in.